My name is Karen. And I'm Kella. Building a community around being a military spouse through the internet and through podcasts. We are not professionals. We don't claim to be. To feel like you have a sense of connection. Who isn't into dogs, though? Just go give them an atomic wedgie. (laughs) Maybe I am a psychic. (laughs) You know, me just when I come and I I talk. (laughs) Okay. We're winging it today, you guys, and that's okay. Welcome to Military Wives Unfilters. We took a couple weeks off because both our lives have been a little crazy, which sometimes happens. He farted. Dude, his farts were so bad that Dwayne went to the basement and I went and slept with Mio. Like, it was so... They woke me up at 210 in the morning. That dog. You ever been woken up by smell? Like, by pungent smell? I got woken up this morning by the smell of bacon. That's that's not the same, Kala. <laughs> Kane's farts are diabolical. They're like next level. Like you, It's hard to describe. They're so bad. It's actually kind of ironic because the reason why he's like this is because he went on top of the stove. And um, that night that we had to take Mio to the ER, there had been... Behind you. Oh, hi, baby. <laughs> he looks tired. Hi. Hi. Are you tired? You just wake up? His hair's getting long again. Oh my gosh. So we're trying to grow it out. That's just who he is. He's a crazy hair kid, you know? Like, it's so pretty. Yeah. He's You're trying to grow it out. How does Dwayne feel about that? He's on board. Oh, really? Yeah. I remember I when he got Mio's haircut without, like, asking you. I know. That was bad. <laughs> He came back looking like a little man, and I was like, where's my baby? Like, It aged him, for sure. It did, dude. Yeah. Every, time, every time he gets a haircut, or like every time we comb it, like make it nice, he looks like really grown up, and he's kind of a tall kid, so I'm like, oh my gosh! Yeah. <laughs> they get to a certain point where like you just don't want them to grow. Like Initially, they're itty-bitty, and they're babies, and you're like, come on, man, feed yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Put your old oh, pants on. I know. It's like, can you go poop by yourself and wipe your butt? But then they get to a certain age and you're like, no, don't do it. Like, stop. Yeah. I imagine, too, especially when they're at, like, that kind of sweet age where, like, they still think you're cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's huge. He um, he's, he was sick for a little bit and he's been asking me to sleep with him. So I was like, yeah, buddy, I'll sleep with you because... Soon, like very soon, he's going to be like, get out. Yeah. Also, it'd be weird if you slept with him at some point. Not really. No. Yeah, I don't when he's that. like 25. I mean, you've never had to sleep <laughs> with, with a sibling. Like, no. Yeah. See, like, I don't know. I, I would sleep next to my brother. Like, there's no well, weirdness there. When I got older, my brother's four years older than me. And like, I still remember the first time we went to Target or something like that. And they thought we were a couple. Because we kind of looked like the same age. And I just thought it was kind of funny. But my brother was like mortified. So like anytime we would go anywhere together after that. He would just like announce like. I am here with my little sister. Like, and they're like okay. He's like I just would like everyone to know. <laughs> That's too funny. Sounds a gong. I am here with my sister. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't make us like wear name tags. Yeah, hello everyone, actually. And first of all, 
it has been a long time since we've done this podcast. I have obviously been super busy with nursing school. It is consuming my life. It is consuming my soul. Mm-hmm. It is consuming every part of me. Mm-hmm. Um, Kala is fine. She's just lazy. Yeah. But True. I have been busy. <laughs> True. No. no. All in due time. Um, <laughs> yes. So glad to be back and talking to you. I have thought about calling you so many times. And every time I think about it, I think about that Whitney Houston song. And I, <laughs> I used to love that song. I still do, girl. Um, but yeah, I've like missed you so much. Like I've been, I've, obviously we text. Yeah. But it's not the same. Like I've just wanted to like call you and catch up. But our schedules are so off sync that if I called you in like the little bit of time I have in the mornings, you would be at work. And then if I called you when I got back home around four or five, like you'd be asleep. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Time zones are a drag, man. Yeah, it's only been two weeks, but it feels like it's been forever. Well, because we had we had a guest before that. Has it only been two weeks? Yeah, since we've had an episode. Oh, my gosh. But in real time, that might be like three weeks for us. That's that that's like a long time. So you're like two weeks into nursing school. Three, friend. I am three weeks into nursing school. Oh, really? Three weeks already? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So give us... Don't pull a Karen and just say, like, one sentence. Give us the 411. Okay. First of all, I just want to say how grateful I am to, like, the people around me. Like, the community that, like, helps me, that takes my kid when I'm at school. Honestly, I couldn't do this without them. My friend Megan just takes me after school every day that I'm in school. And hangs on to him the other day. They called me from school at 10 in the morning so I could go get him because he was throwing up. And I have lab that day. And I can't miss lab because the state mandates that I have so many hours of lab down. So with an aching heart, (laughs) I picked up my kid and I dropped him off at Molly's, who was like amazing. Just took him in and took care of him so I could go to lab. So it's just been a huge blessing to have all, all these people around me who are amazing and willing to help. And Dwayne has freaking stepped it up. Like, oh my gosh, he stepped it up. Like, I'll just be studying and he'll clean the house. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yesterday he was a good man and he was like, let's go. Like, get up. And he got me out of the house. He made me wear pants and took me out for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> so... I don't know. Overall, the support has been amazing. Well, I don't think you, I mean, you would not be able to do it without that support. There's no no way. I honestly couldn't. No. No. Because I, um, even if I just looked at an institution, because I looked at the why, you know, sometimes I have to leave the house at seven in the morning because I have, or seven 30 in the morning because I have class at eight. Like they're not either, they're not open that early or they wouldn't be able to, just be so accommodating and flexible with the way my schedule moves. Right. Just, just having people, I mean, we've been dumped. Like, we've had so much snow that they just close everything down because it's like this, the city can't keep up with the amount of snow that keeps falling. So, you know, driving is a hazard. So the other day I had a test and they closed the school. So I called Megan and she was like, yeah, do you want me to take him? Like, it's almost like I don't even have to ask. So just having that, it's just 
reassure, reassuring and warmest thing I have to worry about. Shout out to Megan. Yeah, and, yeah, and Molly. Like they've just yeah, amazing. Like amazing. I know John and I have talked about this. Like, how is Karen gonna do this? Because I remember when John was in nursing school, like they would all the time be like, oh. So, you know, on the schedule tomorrow, you're supposed to get done at noon, but turns out you're going to get done at five. Right. Or, I mean, they would change stuff on him constantly. And it was just like, you got a deal. That's right. Yeah. Like, so because it snows so much, they ended up making a late call that school on Friday was canceled. We had a test that day. So now they have moved it to the following week when I have a test in my other class. So now in one week, I'm taking three tests. Yay. <laughs> Good times. I Yeah, I am just like freaking out. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, but all in all, like, I think it helps <laughs> to remind myself that this is what I wanted, that this is something that I've been sure. working towards for a really long time. And just, you know, when I randomly wake up at 2.30 in the morning thinking I'm not going to make it on my test, I'm like, this is what you wanted. Go back to sleep. <laughs> Yeah, and ultimately, like in the span of your life, it is temporary. You know, it might feel like it takes forever, but I always just, for me, it always is reassuring to think like thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people have done this before me. Yeah. And I think for nursing, like nursing school is hard. It's really hard, like just observing through John, but it's almost like getting into nursing school is much harder. Once you're in, it's tough, but it's a different kind of tough. Yeah. Yeah. I, I haven't taken any test and I want to just get through the semester because I feel like it'll give me a feeling for how to prepare and how to study and kind of what to expect. Mm. Uh, so, yeah. So sure. I, I, I still do have like a lot of feelings that freak me out that like, you know, I'm not going to make it. So, <laughs> Then there's that. <laughs> well, and that what John said too, and this is true of pretty much any program, is like once you're in the program, they will do pretty much everything to help you get through because they can't replace you. Like they only have a certain amount of slots per cohort. Yeah. So that was reassuring. And I yeah. looked into that and I looked at the retention rate. It's not great. Like 75% of the people finish it. I would bet that most of those are people choosing to drop out. Well, I had a girl already drop out because she was really sick with right. a, a kidney infection. So yeah. she lab a couple days. Yeah, I would um, bet most of those circumstances are like that. Because it also is, it doesn't look good on a program to have a bad retention rate. Yeah. You'll get through it. You'll be fine. But it, it's going to be hard. Yeah, it does feel like I need to hyperventilate a lot of the time. You know, in general, the time that I'm awake and asleep, apparently. (laughs) Just do it. I don't know. Might feel good. Yeah. Go unconscious, you know, get a little nap. Dude, I don't know. So you know how I am about snow. I think I have proclaimed my love for snow many a times. Yeah. I think it's beautiful. I think it makes everything pretty. If it's snow, if it's a snowed in day and and the sun is shining, it looks like there's diamonds on earth which who doesn't want to walk on diamonds but lately with all this like responsibility and stuff to do they close everything down they, yeah. this, they, this state is not fully equipped and prepared for snow apparently they haven't figured it out yet so we're supposed to get more snow today and tomorrow 
This is why I hate snow. It's not practical. It makes things get canceled. It makes things hard. Makes things dangerous. Can't go anywhere. Hello. I feel like you're coming over to the other side finally. No, like I still really like it. Like I'm not mad at the snow. I'm mad at the people, Kala. <laughs> snow doesn't kill people. People kill people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So are you, when are you starting clinicals? Um, so I'm taking this stupid <laughs> math or clinical calculations class and it's a seven week course. So in the middle of the semester is when they're going to throw me into clinicals. Okay. And that'll be like, will you be in groups for that? Like that'll be your first. They haven't talked to us about clinicals at all. They're just oh, like, okay. souls, get through this. Yeah. <laughs> and then, we'll, and then we'll see about clinicals with you. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's cool. I always feel like when you do clinicals, like they kind of suck and they're awkward, but it makes it feel more real. Yeah, it's nice. I'm excited. Everyone, everyone is freaking out too. So it's good to know that I'm on the same boat. There's this thread that we have like a a ton of like students that decided to get together and form a, a chat group. And everyone is freaking out. It's like 6.30 in the morning. And they're like, who's ready to go to lab for extra practice? And I'm like, what? I'm trying to get some sleep. I was up at 2 in the morning with palpitations. Leave me alone. With palpitations. (laughs) (laughs) Who's who's ready to rock today? Look at my face. Do I look like I'm going to rock anything today? Is there anybody else in your program who's kind of in a similar situation as you? As far as? Like, not straight out of high school or, like, super yeah. young and annoying? Oh, yeah. yeah. There's a few people, um, but the girls that I partner up with are, like, really, really young, and they've had to calm me down. I'm like, what am I going to make it? They're like, Karen, you're, you're smart. Like, you're going to make it. It's okay. I'm like, how old are you? She's like, 25. I'm like, uh-huh. And you're calming me down. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. messed up. <laughs> That's messed up. Yeah. Eh, maybe that's just your personality. I don't know. I mean, I just feel like there's, I've waited for a long time and there's a lot writing on this for me. Um, cause sure. I, I have the time that I have to get it done and then they might ship us off to Europe. I don't know. Right. Yeah, they're sure, true. They're sure as heck not going to wait for me to like finish, you know, dilly dallying and finish doing what I'm doing in order to move us. They're going to move us. So I better have my life together by then. Where she's, a native like she's lived here all of her life if she doesn't make it she'll just come back next semester she's a native <laughs> she just has this carefree life no she gets to I'm live wherever that. she wants i'm saying she has options yeah yeah that's um that's the weird thing about our life i definitely felt that time crunch when i was in the pta program for sure yeah you too yeah and that student i had too like she had a similar situation too with that time crunch and yeah it it does make stuff feel more pressure filled john when he was doing nursing school and then when he got done he wasn't going to be like pcs for like six months after he graduated and so he wanted to do gold bar for rotc just to start his contract and like start getting paid but he had to pass the nclex to start gold bar and since he wasn't in school anymore, like he wasn't getting his like stipend from ROTC and stuff. So we were like, we had like no money. And I was just working, you know, like a minimum wage job basically. And so it was like, it, he felt a lot of pressure to pass the NCLEX so he could start Goldbar because we were like down to zero money. 
He was so nervous, he puked in the parking lot. That's, I mean, I wouldn't surprise if it comes out of both ends for me. (laughs) (laughs) It's nerve-wracking. At the same time? Hi, John. (laughs) I was just telling her how you puked before the NCLEX. The best part is it was the winter and it was all red. So it looked like I was puking blood. Wasn't it red Gatorade and like... Fruity Pebbles. And Fruity Pebbles. Yeah. (laughs) Solid diet. Yeah, breakfast of champions. It's a medical provider over here. Just sugar and sugar. He passed. That's all that's all that matters. I think that's what you're supposed to eat then, Karen. It's that's causation, right? I know. That's how science works. That's a study right there. It is. Good job, Kata. Um I think it's hard like for a lot of us because we are all always gotten A's. You know, like we've had to like to get into this program. We've all always gotten A's. So now Anything less than that feels a little terrifying. Yeah, I get that. But but more so is not passing. So, you yeah. know. Yeah, I, trust me, like years down the road when you're a nurse, you'll be like, I should have just, I should have just gotten some bees and chilled the fuck out. Yeah. Like no, nobody knows. Nobody cares. Where is it going? He just got a haircut. He's going to take a shower. Oh. You know, these fools, they be getting haircuts like all the time. All the time. They're so high maintenance. It's like, get over yourself. Jeez. He's got a DA photo on Friday. It's like, a, oh, they get so ridiculous about those, huh? Yeah, because it's, you know, he's got, he's going up for major this year. So it's like, a, yeah. that will be his photo. It's like, it's like Tinder for them. It is. <laughs> the stuff he has told me that they do for their DA photo is ridiculous. It's army tender. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Let's talk about that a little bit because that's pretty funny, actually, if people don't know what that is. So oh, yeah. their DA photo is, I'm sure the other services have this too, but it's like their photo in their dress uniform that is attached to essentially their resume, you could say. So yeah. when they go up for promotions and stuff, from what John has told me, it'll pop up like their photo and then their like one page resume, let's call it. And they're not supposed to be judged on their photo, but they totally are. And in the army, especially, it's like a big deal that you don't look overweight, right? So, so like John said, what they'll do like is they'll like pin their jacket back. So it's like more fitting and then they have to make sure to hold their arms in a certain way because you want to see a gap between the arms and the body and then they like have them like turn a certain way and like elongate their neck and it's ridiculous it is so ridiculous i've seen Dwayne come over um talking to me about how they had to pin him real good yeah how they had to photoshop his picture because <laughs> Because there was a flap that was like off to the side that looked awkward. Like, I'm just like, what on earth? Yeah. Oh, and-, and I find it incredibly funny that they judge their entire career and position by this photo, by the way. Like, yeah. To me, it's like mind blowing. They're not supposed to, but they totally do. For sure they do. Like, it is a known fact. That's why taking this photo is so important. Taking a good photo is so important because they get judged. Yeah. Yeah. And like, the biggest. Is this America? (laughs) 
and yeah from what jonna said like the biggest thing is that you don't look overweight like in the army that's like the mortal sin is that if you look overweight which what if you were just like really jacked i mean you would kind of look overweight in that jacket like it doesn't show welcome to my husband's life because <laughs> he is like kind of a bigger like more muscular dude yeah. And every time he puts on a blazer, like he just, you know, he looks blocky because he's like muscle. Yeah. And that jacket is like wool. It's like, it's definitely not yeah. flattering. Yeah. He, every time he takes that photo, he comes home like angry. He's like sweating my ass off. <laughs> the jacket posing for hours. <laughs> it's horrible. God, I don't know why they can't make it a better material. Kane? He's in the room there? Farting? Okay. I told him, oh, he eats bacon grease and smells like farts, like from hell. He ate bacon grease? Oh, yeah. I didn't get to finish telling you that story because Mio came up. Yeah. So um, we left up. I had made bacon for Mio that morning. And um, with everything that went on that day, like I had to go pick him up from school and then drop him off to Molly's and then go to lab and then go pick him up from Molly's. And then we went directly from Molly's to the ER because he was just really, really sick. So then when we got home, like at two in the morning, we noticed that the pan with the bacon grease was on the floor. So I know that came there and ate the bacon grease. And that's why his butt is in the state that it's in right now because he can't help himself. That dog will eat anything. I know, he's so bad. He got into the tomatoes the other day. He ate tomatoes? He tried. <laughs> That's crazy. Okay. Somebody was <laughs> somebody was telling me I brought Clinton to the clinic the other day, and they were like, this dog could be a model. And I was like, I know, I know. <laughs> like, he's the cutest dog on the planet. And I was telling John that this morning, and he was like, he was like, yeah, but he couldn't be, like, he couldn't do, like, a commercial or anything for any, like, food item. Because you always have to show, like, a clip of them eating the food. And Clinton wouldn't do that. I'm like, we'd have to bring a stunt double in. Maybe he could be in a commercial for, like, dog beds. Yeah, he could do that. Or, like, squeaky toys or something. Yeah. Yeah. I think I really missed an opportunity here. I think I could have got rich off this thing. No. Don't be... Have you seen those people? Like, the people that, like, shove their kids in front of cameras so they could, like, do commercials. Or people who, like, shove their animals. Yeah. That's, like, a little crazy. Yeah. I just think that the world is missing out on a lot of happiness from seeing yeah. pictures of my dog. Totes. And yeah, I feel <laughs> I feel grief for everyone. <laughs> I feel bad for them. <laughs> too funny. Somebody the other day was like, what kind of dog is that? Is that like a rat terrier? And I was like, you shut your mouth like rat terrier, please. What? That's not even like a, a rat Rat terrier. You ever heard of that? No. They're ugly. Also, I don't think I could get a dog that's a rat terrier. Like, that just sounds gross. Well, they're God's creatures, but... Uh, and they're dogs. Well, oh, I was looking the other day. I was looking for new podcasts, and I saw that... Guess... Okay, guess what the number one podcast for 2019 was. And I'm guessing that this means, like, listens and downloads. You know, like top. I don't know. I would say either Office Ladies, that's pretty big, or Rogan is pretty big. Yeah, Rogan. Joe Rogan. Yeah. Yep. And actually, my favorite murder was like number seven. 
Yeah, they're they're pretty big too. Of all podcasts, mm-hmm. I wore yeah, my I wore my my favorite murder shirt to the hospital the other day, and this one chick who's about my age, she was like, "I love that podcast." And then um, I was in the lab, and the woman working there, she was like, she looked at my shirt, and she goes, "So, what's your favorite murder?" <laughs> and you know when you're like kind of wearing a shirt, but you forget what you're wearing. Yeah. So I was like, I like looked down and then I just, I wish I would have had like a stock answer, but I just kind of laughed and I was like, it's a podcast. You should check it out. Yeah. We, speaking of t-shirts that are just the worst, we let this guy designed our t-shirts uh, when we were doing CrossFit in Italy. Uh-huh. And on the back, he wrote, ask me about my snatch. Yeah. So bad. Yeah. So bad. There's a, um, have you ever heard of Ronnie Teasdale? No. He's like this kind of CrossFit personality, I guess you could say. And he used to have a gym in LA. They were basically in like Skid Row, like right there. So oh, wow. It was kind of like a hardcore gym and they were just kind of like did their own thing. But anyways, apparently this was like way back in the day. They went to a competition and they made shirts and it was like CrossFit Mean Streets. That was the name of their gym. And it was like CrossFit Mean Streets. And then on the back, it said... We'll shoot you in the fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. It's really aggressive. It's there, really... Was, there was a year where, where there were t-shirts that got really popular that said something like murder bitches or something like that. Do you remember that? No. For CrossFit? Yeah. They, yeah for, during, like, com, during like the CrossFit games. No. Yeah. And I was like... It's going too far. Like, you need to calm down. Like, Yeah, that's weird. It, it's going too far. Like, I love CrossFit, and you're making me feel awkward about your choices right now. Right. All of the, like, stupid sayings, those were really big for a while, and I'm glad that's kind of over. Yeah. CrossFit has gone through, like, a really douchey phase, you know, where, like, it's just attracted a certain type of person, and then that person has made CrossFit or everything, as we all do for a little bit. But some people like really take it there, like yeah. Like I think it happens for people a lot of times, like early on. Yeah, it's just a really douchey face. Like if we could just do away with that, yeah, (laughs) the sport tremendously. I will say I've been in a few CrossFit gyms like in the last year, and it feels very different than it did like five, six years ago. Yeah, it feels much more like normal people, you know, like. There's people in there who don't even know what like a nano is and they're just, it feels much more like every day, which I like that. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. I don't, it should be, it should be more inclusive. It should be more representative of the audience that you want to attract. It feels much more inclusive. It feels much more like tailoring to the normal, like the general population. Yeah. Which I think is how it should be. I've been doing little 30 minute workouts in my basement for like 30 minutes and by I've been doing I mean I've done them twice nice it's perfect great yeah I mean it's lame it's lame to be able to like give up working out but that's still working out still movement sure no no no. I'm I'm still trying to move and I'm still trying to be active um and like I walk my dogs every single day that I can but just giving up my lifting, like I was set up, <laughs> like I was doing, it's rough to transition from that to like what's happening now, where I'm now I'm just like two to three times a week, maybe yeah. like thirty minutes in the basement. 
that's it. Yeah. Your life is very different now. I know. <laughs> I feel like I just joined Scientology or like <laughs> just had a baby for the very first time. Oh my God. I Your would love it. Now. I would love I would... it if you would join Scientology. I would have so many questions. Why? Why me though? I don't know. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it either. We'll just not know. I love Scientology. It's fascinating. Yeah, I love it, like, from afar. I love yeah. it in the sense that it's, like, interesting to look at. Yeah. Like a clown riding a horse. You're like, huh, wow, that's interesting. That would be funny. Yeah. In my, I may have told you this before. In my old neighborhood in DuPont, there was an older gentleman who would jog while juggling. That sounds like Washington. That's pretty Olympia, though. Yeah, in DuPont. The first time I saw him going by, I was like... It was just like, you're like, is this real life? Like, am I dreaming? Like, this is, this is something that has never entered my brain as a, as a possibility in life. And it was just like all hands on deck, like, Ja, 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 get over here. <laughs> I saw him like three or four times. That's interesting. How would oh that like God. pop into your head? Like, you're like, I like to run and I can juggle. I don't know. How did the <laughs> unicycle come to be? It's just people who are bored. Someone's bike broke and they were like, oh, crap. <laughs> let's give this a whirl <laughs> hey it's a thing yeah right okay oh well i'll have more to talk about soon that's okay if you don't soon <laughs> we'll have uh some light conversation yeah if any of you have you know just reassuring words for karen if you want to like send her a gift certificate for a housekeeper or send her some meals you know just <laughs> Do what you would do if she had a death in the family. Do that to her. <laughs> that is, yeah. My mom, so I was talking to my mom and she's like, that's it. She's like, I'm asking for a week off my job and I'm coming to see you. <laughs> like, mom, it's okay. Like, Amelia's well now. She's like, nope, I'm doing it. I'm coming over. <laughs> nice. When is she doing that? Um, at the end of March. That's awesome. Yeah. Put her to work. Be like, <laughs> when she shows up, just hand her a big list. Dude, I don't have to. Like, that's the beauty about my mom. Like, she'll come in and she'll see what needs to get done and she'll just do it. Like, oh my God. It's, it's amazing. Like, it's the absolute best. Hello, Mio. Hi. Hey, how are you? Good. Dude, everyone is out moving with their dogs, being good citizens of the world. I love sitting here doing this podcast. Not only because I get to talk to you and do the podcast, but only because, <laughs> but also, but also because I get to see so many people and their dogs and they're all so different. Like there's a golden retriever who will just sit under a tree that's in front of my house and the owner will just have to wait there until the golden retriever feels like moving again. And he'll just be there scrolling through his phone and the golden retriever is like, I'm not ready yet. I haven't seen all that I need to see. <laughs> you know, this is my favorite spot, Tom. We're going to be here a minute. So the owner just stands there and waits. And I just wave at him. I'm like, hey. <laughs> I had a client the other day. He's, he's an older guy, but he told me he was like, I just don't get it about dogs. And I was Yay. like, what do you mean you don't get it? And he was like, I just don't really like care for dogs. And I was like, what is wrong with you? And then he was like, he was like, the idea of cuddling up with a dog is just offensive to me. 
And I was like, you are offensive to me, sir. <laughs> like, what is wrong with you? Your, your face, sir. <laughs> I just feel sad for him. I feel like he's missing out on so much joy in life. He really is. He really is. But you can't do anything about those people. You just got to let them die alone. <laughs> exactly. They chose. Just die in their, their little pit of sorrow. Dude, Kane's bot is like sulfur, grass, and dirt. Yeah, he, I that, I don't miss those farts. Word. Yeah, I don't miss those farts at all. He looks like a big old pig, like a big old pod belly pig, because his belly gets all inflamed and like swollen when he has gas issues. So he looks like a pod belly pig, and then like his ears will fall out of his head, and they'll be all pointy. Fall out of his head. All he needs is a little curly tail. <laughs> I could see it. Jeez, he is. He's a sight. Clinton has like sweet baby angel farts. Oh, that's because he doesn't eat. Yeah, true. Like his GI tract is not fully like divided. It's not getting any use. No, not really. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, let's wrap this up. We'll wrap it up. Okay. That'll be the end of this episode, everyone. As always, Instagram, Military Wives Unfiltered. Mio is waving to everybody. You got to say it, Mio. Say hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. Mio. That's episode Military Wives Unfiltered.